Hetzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chen is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, 706 here on the all-new This Morning with Stacey Bratzel, Daryl McIntyre. Morning, too. You'll be back in with sports in a little bit. It is 706. And uh, we need a little help. There are some really tough conversations mm-hmm. that are going on. And sometimes they're not conversations. Sometimes there's one side yelling at the other and then back and forth and accusations and, and fury and dismay and hurt. And, yes, we are talking about the situation between uh, Israel and Hamas and, and the fighting that has been raging and the extraordinary loss of life in that zone. Yeah, there's lots of conversations happening and despair on both sides, obviously. How do you navigate a conversation that comes up? It's 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 can be difficult sometimes, especially if you're not part of either of those groups culturally. And you just like, I'm not quite sure how to handle this. But one group has been doing this for years, the Canadian Association of Jews and Muslims. We have the two co-chairs on the line right now, Shahid Akhtar and Dr. Barbara Lando. Thanks for joining us. Good morning on this very in, at this very difficult time and it really is a difficult time so i don't know and i know you 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 two and others within your group have had this conversation help me understand how to talk about this in in some kind of a meaningful way that isn't simply infused with with dismay and anger and hatred Okay, well, I I think that the, the best way is to think of the conversation as wanting to listen to understand and then create an opportunity for you to be understood. I think if we have conversations where we're looking to prove a point, prove the other is wrong and we're right, or that our pain and trauma is more important than their pain and trauma, we're in deep trouble. And I'll turn it over to Shahid in a minute, but I just wanted to start by saying where I'm at this morning. Last night, I had a conversation with a good friend, Palestinian from Gaza, uh, who's living in Canada. He's uh, had many pieces awards and uh, he lost 22 family members in this conflict and you can hear in my voice that I'm crying and then right after that conversation I had a conversation with the best friend of Vivian Silver the Canadian woman the peace activist who I know as well uh, speaking to her best friend about the terrible tragedy. So there's more than enough tragedy to go around. And I think what we need is to be empathetic with everybody who's feeling the trauma of this time. I'll turn it to Shahid. Uh, Thank you, Barbara. And uh, I want to assure you that you are not alone in this. Many in the Muslim community, many Palestinians, many Christians, Hindus, Sikhs, Canadians who have nothing to do with this group or that group, they are with you in this. They are all mourning the death Mm -hmm. of Vivian Silver. And the fact remains that with that death, our hearts are bleeding, but what do we do with those bleeding hearts? Do we just let them bleed? Do we just remain miserable or we do something about it? I think this is the time when people 
like Barbara, people like that uh, young Palestinian you were talking to, they have to come together. And as you said in your introduction, as the host uh, said uh, uh, in the introduction, that there are people who are neither. But being neither is no reason why you should not be involved in creating an environment where the least we can do is we may not have control over F-16s and over rockets and mm-hmm. over the barbarity that's going on there, but we certainly have control over what we do in Canada. I think at this time, at this juncture, it is extremely important for us to be proactive, to reach out to each other, to reach out to people we don't know, and just assure them, reassure them that we are with them in this moment of grief and also tell them that Canada itself has always created a model of conflict resolution where people can get along despite the fact that they may have different views, despite the fact that they may disagree with each other. We can we don't have to be disagreeable, but in this case, we have to come together. We have to get united. We have to demonstrate with actual action. We have to not only open our hearts, we have to open our mosques, our synagogues to the other side. We have to invite, and uh, I just want to, I just want to say, I'll let Barbara explain that, how we had done that in the past when yeah. Canadian Association of Jews and Muslims, we brought synagogues and mosque congregations together in the moment when similar things had happened. I mean, don't forget that history is not starting from October 7th. This thing goes back, way back. And there have been moments, if not equal, at least great intensity, great fear, great uh, anguish. And even at those times, People like Canadian Association of Jews and Muslims, people uh, like interfaith groups, they have always tried to come together because there's so much strength in the messages that these religions offer. I think I think that um, one of the I, I absolutely agree with Shahid. One of the things that is behind so much of this trauma is fear and insecurity and a loss of hope for the future. And we all feel that. I think if we can look at each other as humans who uh, have many similar hopes for our children, for our families, and really want to listen to the pain of the other, not necessarily to agree with which facts and which story is more uh, compelling than the other, but to listen for that humanity and um, and empathize. And so Shahid mentioned that we've done a number of things. We've come together to uh, have peace circles, have Jews surround mosques when mosques were being threatened and uh, and there was a lot of Islamophobia. So, let me just stop you there for a second, because in this, since October 7th, in this instance, yeah. what have you right. been able to, you know, certainly there is what has gone on in the past. What are you doing right, right. now to try and, and stem any tides of anti-Muslim sentiment or anti-Jewish sentiment in order to try well, and bring people together? Obviously, we can't stop the rockets from here. No. What are you guys doing? Well, I think that there's a couple of things. One is that Shahid and I um, are going to be appearing at a large interfaith gathering this weekend. We've made it our 
our principle that rather than going to to uh, vigils that are supporting one side as you know their trauma is more important than the other side we are going to interfaith gatherings and we're going to be meeting Jews Muslims and Christians uh, this weekend at Queen's Park uh, we speak out about the humanity of each other we demonstrate that we can empathize with the concerns but more than that we're talking about the future there needs to be an end to the occupation that needs to be a strong commitment by Canada, by the United States, by other countries, and they have to hold the parties to that account. There has to be um, the the equality for Palestinians and Jews in Israel. Uh, There has to be a change of the rhetoric from political figures of all sides, uh, demonizing the other, and instead we have to stand up for humanizing the other. There are so many wonderful projects that nobody knows about projects that Vivian Silver committed her life to. For example, Project Rosanna uh, that brought uh, patients from Gaza to Israeli hospitals with Jews and Palestinians acting as drivers, as caregivers, and as uh, people for compassion. And in fact, here in Edmonton, we have the Phoenix Multi-Faith Society for Harmony as well, where you you see that interaction here in the city. I know that we we don't have much time, guys, so is there any way you could just sort of give us a... a, a, don't mean to say a quick tip or because uh, that's probably not something and it's not certainly doing but if there's um, one thing we can do yeah one thing we can do in terms of having a conversation with our muslim friends our jewish friends um, you know you already a- you already uh, alluded to it uh, yourself so i'll just add to it that follow the model that uh, we had done here in uh, the, the greater toronto area particularly but in many parts of uh, north America. And uh, this Canadian Association of Jews and Muslims was created at a time exactly like this after the first Intifada. So this we are 30 years old. And what we did at a very small level without making much fuss about it, please tell your this center you just mentioned, Phoenix Interfaith Center, that create a model where you are opening the doors of your mosques to Jews and Christians, where your synagogues are opening their doors to Muslims and uh, other groups. Invite them, talk to them, break bread with them. You have no idea. Once you see the person which you have been demonizing for the longest time, once you see them, you immediately think, my goodness, this person is saying the same thing that I'm saying. She or he is feeling the same thing that I'm feeling. I'll give you just very small example because I know that uh, you are very uh, tight for time. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah. 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 Uh, this, uh, a, a, a good friend of mine, his daughter, she wears that uh, uh, kafia and uh, the Palestinian scarf. And a woman came to her in the parking lot and said, would you mind if I put an Israeli flag on my car? And this lady said, yes, of course, please do. Please do. And this old lady, very frail, she went into the mall when she was coming back. This young Muslim woman, she saw her and she went to her. She said, can I help you with putting my gro- your groceries in your car. And the older lady, she cried. She hugged her. And she cried. She said, I had no idea. I was afraid of you. So people are afraid of each other. The 
only way you can get rid of it in Canada is please go to this Phoenix Center and other places, create that dialogue, and you will see you will see a clear difference in the environment of. Uh, Say that in Toronto, uh, one of the mosques has invited the largest Reformed synagogue, Holy Blossom, to come and share um, uh, prayers and and empathy for the victims. That's happening in the next couple of days. And I'd like to end with a a poem, if that's if I could just quickly a short poem uh, that I think really touches people's hearts. Uh, children in Israel, Jewish and Palestinian, are part of a shared program that does what Shahid and I really believe. Mm-hmm. helps and that is bring our communities together the children were asked to write poems for peace and this is a poem by a 12 year old a jewish child i would peace is the name i would like to believe that it can be done i would like to believe we'll never give up hope if only in this world of pain and blood out of the embers and flames out of the ashes and death there would suddenly sprout a bud of happiness freedom and joy a bud of faith and love a bud of peace I would like a world of equality, people who don't look at others' religion, race, or color, but respect those who are different. Look each other in the eye without fear or resentment, with only peace and love. If we could learn from these children, and there are equally wonderful poems by the Palestinian children, if we had time, but bringing them together. For eight years, we brought together single mosques and uh, one mosque and one synagogue on a single weekend in October, each year for eight years, and each pair created their own program for the entire weekend of what would be a meaningful way of building connections. It was a wonderful program, All right. and I think we need that now. Thanks so much, Barbara. We do have to go. We have run out of time. I really appreciate both of you uh, spending a little bit of time with us. Shahid Akhtar and Dr. Barbara Lando, uh, they're co-chairs of the Canadian Association of Jews and Muslims. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Have a great day. Uh, let's take a quick break. Back in a moment. Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Seven twenty-two here on six thirty, Chad, and this morning with Stacy and Daryl. Still to come this morning, mm-hmm. uh, we have a bull rider in in the house yeah. coming in to explain the the biggest question you wanted to ask Stacy was why why would you get on the back of a bull? They don't seem very happy. <laughs> uh, the riders or the bulls? The bulls. Yeah, well, and they're not happy if they don't get angry bulls. Like you want the mean bulls. Well, you like, need a bull that bucks. You, you don't want. Get... You don't want the. You know, the, the the happy bull. I want to ask him if he's ever been in a china shop with his bull. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice. All right, you're banned. You're banned for the control room during this next interview, which is coming up here uh, shortly. And he is like full-on cowboy. He's got the hat. He's got the wrangler. Oh, what what the do you boots. mean? Of course he's full-on cowboy. That's he's because he's a, a cowboy. Khakis, but bull was, rider, for God's sakes. I don't know. <laughs> bull riding and, uh, you know... Is, is the economy going to buck you off? Uh, how do you save money? Can you use points to your best advantage? All the different rewards points. That's still to yes, come as well. Yes, you can. This is a fascinating topic, especially oh. coming around Christmas. And to save money using your points that are just sort of accumulating, and you got to do some research. It's almost like coupon clipping, although you kind of 
earned all of these points. Call it strategic spending. Of course. And yeah. you check uh, the points days and what you can do with it. And do you want to use your points? Yes, I do. Or do you save them up? I don't know. Do you even know how many points you have? Yeah, exactly. What's the point? Sir? Oh, gosh. Lots of questions to We're be asked. We're both bad puns. Yeah, I think I'm going to get kicked out, too. It's uh, coming up on 724.